Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is Faith Matters. Now, here's Pastor Carrie. Praise God, we are here today. And so we're going through our small groups. And I have to tell you, I have a, a small group. I mean, it's just the four of us. And we're enjoying our time immensely. I just felt like our last group, our last session was like, it was just one of the deepest experiences I've had in a small group experience. Um, and I hope all of you that are part of it, that are doing small groups, I hope you're enjoying your time. Um, and so what we're doing if, um, is going through the book of Romans, the first six chapters, if those of you don't know. And in it, we've, um, we've gone through the first part of it, talks about how Paul was not ashamed of the gospel. It's because he lived it. He experienced it. While he was many different things, ultimately, he, he was compelled by the Holy Spirit to, to be who he was. And then um, we talked about how um, we, um, like last week, we talked about how um, God doesn't exclude anyone. Um, a lot of a lot of times people discuss what is the body of Christ, and some might say, "Well, the body of Christ is is the church." And what's the church? It's not necessarily the building. Um, it's not necessarily the organization. It's ultimately people like Paul who are compelled by the Holy Spirit and united by the Holy Spirit. And so, and and who am I to judge who that person is? It's only God that can truly determine. Um, who has um, the Holy Spirit. And hopefully, I'm one of those. Hopefully, I have allowed, I've opened my heart to let the Holy Spirit to work in my life and that I am bonded um, and united with the body of Christ. Um, and only God is the determiner of that. And um, today, we're going to talk about uh, faith as we do um, chapter 4 in um, Romans. So let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much for this um, moment in time to, to be together in this congregation. I praise you, Lord, for, for each person here. Lord, I pray that you um, speak to our hearts. You help us to truly understand um, this message, to allow us to, to realize the true power of the gospel and how so often we've limited your your power in our lives based upon our own um, our own ideas of you and it was truly truly help us to understand your full character your full love for us and what you have done for us we pray all these things in the precious name of Jesus amen um, Romans 4 starts off with this um, blanket statement and it talks about Abraham um, it's significant here because Abraham um, is the father of many nations. And when I talk about no one is excluded, because we all ultimately come from Abraham. And, and um, what, we, what 
um, we'll see through this study today, it talks about how, um, how we truly bec- are a part of God's family. And the Romans 4, 3 says, What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credit to him as righteousness. Um, his righteousness was based on what? Yeah, the fact that he believed in God. That's what his righteousness came from, or by faith. And I was thinking about this, is that um, it's not just, again, as we talked about before, it's not a head knowledge. Like Abraham didn't just know in his mind that God existed. Right? When he says... Abraham believed God. He's not just saying, oh, I know that God exists. And therefore, I'm credited his righteousness. Um, there was a test that really showed that he truly believed God. And his willingness to sacrifice his son. He listened to God. He said, God, I, am, I don't understand this. I don't know why. I know you could replace another son, but you're telling me to do this. I truly believe you. And because of his true faith in God, his true belief in God, he was credited his righteousness. You know, and I, was, I was thinking about that. We have like variations of beliefs in God. Well, God existed. You know, he's, we, we can believe that, this knowledge. Oh, I believe there is a God. Or that you start to believe, well, God can, um, you know, he created this earth. Okay, I can believe that. And then, oh, yeah, I believe God made me. I believe that. Or then I started like, I believe God has given me a reason to live. Oh, I can believe that. I can believe God um, can really help me with this problem. Um, as we start getting closer to the individual, you start to realize how little you truly believe in God and God's power. Maybe you can intellectually believe, oh, I believe God can help me. But my actions show, no, I need to do this myself. Right? I don't believe in God. God, you, you know, you may have promised me that you're going to send me some nice Christian guy or girl. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is, this is, I know that God has this plan. I believe that he's going to do that. And then, okay, I've been waiting about two hours now for that nice Christian girl to come or guy to come. Oh, I'm going to do this myself, right? I don't truly believe in God. I saw this uh, Facebook meme of this this lady that just like screaming and crying. and, And it's like, this is what it's like for waiting 20 minutes. I've been on a diet for 20 minutes and this is how I feel, right? We, by our actions, we show how much we truly believe in God. By Abraham's actions, 
he truly showed his belief. So when we put that in context, our belief, Abraham's belief in God, he was credited um, him as, as righteous. It is ultimately our belief. And when I say that again, let us not get caught up and thinking, oh, I believe in God. I believe in the seventh day Sabbath. I believe I'm here. I'm in church right now. I believe the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. I believe these things are going to happen. You know, no, truly it is our actions in our life that truly show our belief in God. But, you know, but we got to be careful with how we describe or define what are actions because we can get caught up on this part. Actions might be determined as works, right? And it says, now to the one who works, wages, is, wages are not credited as gifts, but an obligation. However, to the one who does not work, but trust God, who justifies the ungodly, their father is credited as righteous. Okay, so we might say, well, you know what? This guy really doesn't believe because he's not doing this, and he's not following this rule, and he's not following that rule. Um, well, that may or may not be the case. I'm not going to be the one to judge. Or you might look at yourself and you, you, get, you, you have to be careful not to fall in this trap as works as the evidence that, God, that you have faith in God. God's faith what Jesus did is a gift. It was given to you. There is nothing you did and will do that can earn this. Right? So you can go and walk around like I could see sometimes my kids wanting some candy or something. Right? They're not here so I can talk about them. (laughs) Even though I talk about them every week. Um, They, you know, I love you, Dad, or doing cleaning up their rooms or doing something and expecting because they did this they're going to have something really good happen to them that's how a lot of us christians act we're like oh because i'm doing this for god and because i'm doing that for god and because i'm doing this nothing bad's going to happen to me i'm going to have good things happen and when i die i'm going to go to heaven that's works that's works. It comes with the simple, it's not what you do, it's what God does. Right? Whenever you're asking, you need to do this for God, guess what? You're asking the wrong question. I learned this point this past year in the most dramatic way possible. Um, when I was going through um, struggles of losing my wife to, to cancer, if, if some of you don't know, I realized this at the time where I, I was struggling why this is happening. And I was thinking about this, 
And um, and I was I was I was thinking like, what if God told me right now what you need to do is quit eating candy bars right now? Um, I was like, I, I I got mad at that idea. I got mad at the idea that God is 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 commanding me to do something for him right now in my journey of going through this struggle. And that's how we often look at life, is that God is asking you to do something. You need to do it for him, right? And I, I, and I, and I started to realize this more than ever, that God doesn't need me. And need my actions. He loves me. But he doesn't need me. But you know what? I need him. I need God right now in my life. And that's the bottom line of this relationship. So with we, us doing our works trying to do things because God needs you or God is, is, is God's relationship is he's, he's, he has unconditional love. He's continuously giving to us. And it's all we need to do is accept that gift that God has given to us. It's all we have to do. He does the rest. Then you might say, well, but um, I need to go to this and this and this. No, when you experience God's gift and what he's done for you, he's going to compel, you're going to be compelled to do whatever God is asking of you. But that's the only, that needs to be the only motivation that we have to have. So, Continue on in our study. It says, David says the same things when he speaks to the, of the blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. You know, this is a great um, person to highlight here. David was a man of God's own heart, right? God loved David. Was David righteous? No. Did he act righteous? No. His story is unbelievable, right? You know, this guy, he's done a lot of bad things. But God, and you know, the one of the things that goes on is, I was thinking about this with my phone. David, because he recognized his own mistakes, his distance from God, when God... When he had these encounters with God, he was all in. And he experienced the full mercy, power, and love of God. Right? We ourselves may be holding back because we're trying to do these things for God. And we might think in our minds, oh, you know, I'm not so bad. You know, I'm here at church on Saturday. I don't eat this. I don't drink this. I look at the, my neighbor, you know, his dog poops on my yard. He's bad. My dog don't do that. Right? If I'm allowed to say that in church, excuse me. You know? 
And so we kind of, because we're doing works, we start to put in this false reality that we are doing, we are good. You know what we're doing? We're losing the advantage of what realizing how far away we've gone and how great God is. I have my phone here for a reason. I'm not going to make a phone call. I was just thinking about this. I have like 300 apps, not quite, on my phone. Right? 90% of them I don't do anything with. I don't know anything about them. But I got this app that can do all this stuff. I heard this, there's more power on this phone than there is, they could have, than the giant supercomputers back in the 60s and 70s and that took buildings to, to hold. Right? So there's there's a lot of power in this phone. Um, But if I was to be the super app man that I... That sounds like a superhero, right? Super app man. You can pull out a certain app at any time, right? Wow, this is cool. Anyways, this is my idea, you guys. Don't... don't, um. So if I was to pull out... Like, if I was totally, like, 100% iPhone expert and just using everything it offers, man, I could just pull out, ooh, um, here's, I can't even read it, um, <laughs> iTunes U, all right, cool, um, yeah, app for glasses, right, right, I could just, this is horrible, I can't read this stuff, <laughs> weather, news, clock, calendar, health, um, whatever, I could just like, Man, I'm using all of the advantages this phone has to offer. But you know what? I have no desire to be super app man, no matter how cool that is. But I want the advantages of being the child of God. And how do I experience that advantage? It's not by... Doing this on my own and hoping God is pleased by my effort. We experience the full advantages by realizing we can't do it on our own. And allow God to do it for us. Like Paul or David, he just, he, he experienced the completeness of what God, God is offering him everything. He's, he's made all these mistakes. He's, he's basically murdered and he's adulterer and he's done all these horrible things. But God is saying, I'm giving you oh, my love, my forgiveness. And he's accepting it and he's experiencing it. And his life changes to who, to where we know of him now. God has so much to offer each one of us. We experience it. We take advantage of it by our faith. Right? By truly believing in what he has to give us and accepting what he has to give us. So, then it says, It was not through the law that Abraham and his offsprings received the promise that he would be heirs of the world. 
but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend on the law are ears, not hear, ears, ears. All right, everybody at once. One, two, three. Whatever you guys said. Uh, Faith means nothing and the promise is worthless. Ah. It's like the prodigal son and the um, and his other son, who's doing all this stuff to please God and think he's going to get, or the master and think, or his, his father, and he's thinking he's going to get this big inheritance, right? Living your life just, you know, really it's just self agenda, and you think you did this, and you 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 were miserable doing this. You know, sometimes Christians that have that think they have to do everything perfect, they're not happy people. And they live in their life thinking, well, I have to do this, otherwise I'm not going to make it. And then they, they come, and, and Jesus comes, and they realized all of that was meaningless. Because it's not the works, but it's your faith that truly makes you ears of God. Right? And therefore, the promise comes by faith so that it may be grace and may be guaranteed all Abraham's offerings, offsprings. Not only to those who are of the law, but also those who have faith of Abraham. He is the father. Just know this. Trust this. Believe this with all your heart. That it is our faith in him which credits our righteousness. It is not what you know in here. It's not what you believe as far as your knowledge of this. It's not by what you do. It's not really by what church you go to. It's ultimately your faith that makes you the adopted sons and daughters of the family of God. Praise God. Praise God that he's... It's not tithe of offering. So, but praise God that he is, um, he's giving us this. In our lives, you know, you know your spiritual journey, you know your walk, and you sometimes you think, oh, I'm not good enough to come to God. Right? It's like, well, God, God is good enough for you. You don't have to be good enough. And on the other side, you might be living your life thinking, oh, I, I have to do more and I have to do more for God, otherwise I'm not going to make it. Where, again, it's not what you do for God. It's what God does for you. Let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much for this 
moment, this opportunity. Help us all to recognize our own our own journey, our own lack of worthiness, um, but how you are worthy. How you are continuously expressing your love, continuously holding on to us, continuously picking us up and helping us to, to move forward, continuously... Um, giving, Lord. Help us to accept this. Accept what you're giving us as a gift. Not because we have to do anything, but just as a gift because of who you are and your love for us. You've done this for us. Just help us to accept it, Lord. To live by faith. That To believe, not just our knowledge of you, but the power that comes from you, that you can truly transform our lives, that you can truly transform our circumstances. Lord, give us the faith like Abraham has, that we be willing to do whatever you desire of us, to know in the end you have so much more for us. We pray all these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.